0: It is that time of the day. We went through a, a variety of topics with the Vine Sporting New Zealand mind. Uh, from News Hub, my favourite uh, Chapman from News Hub, because I'm speaking to him now. Grant Chapman, hello. I don't think Alex is going to like
1: that very much.
0: <laughs> don't worry, I'll clip it up, send to him, our friend. How are you doing, <laughs> Chapman? It's been too long. Yeah, it's been years. <laughs> you still handsome as ever?
1: Um, still, still, uh, follically challenged. Yeah. <laughs> Getting older. I've got, a have got a significant birthday coming up next week. So I'm just trying to, uh, keep that, keep that, uh, you know, under cover. Oh, a happy 70th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I actually never had a 50th. So I'm, I'm trying to pass it off as that. Ah,
0: oh, yeah. Just the do over. Let's do the 50th, um, properly. Well, yeah. happy birthday. Hey, help me out. Give me a present. Give me a present. Convince me how the Black Caps can win
1: a semi-final against India. I don't think I can. Um, I just think the odds are stacked against them. And and to be fair, like a lot of Kiwi teams respond to that and they uh, embrace that underdog status and we'll we'll pull out a, per, uh, a performance. And this team here, I think, you know, through that first uh, part of the tournament when they were winning. Um, they were were as good as any team in the tournament and um, showed that, uh, you know, even when they started losing, the the first couple of losses weren't weren't disgraceful. I mean, they didn't lose by that much to India. I think India kind of had the measure of that match all the way through, but they didn't disgrace us. And, you know, we just about toppled the Aussies with uh, what was a bit of a run fest. So, you know, I, I wouldn't totally discount the Kiwis, but look, you're up against one of the most powerful cricketing nations in the world, both on and off the field, um, with a billion people screaming from the stands uh, and the ability to uh, create pitches that suit them. Um, it's it's the odds are stacked against them. I just uh, the, our best chance might be another two-day, uh, one-day <laughs> semi-final like last time.
0: Yeah, they've got to find a way to put pressure on early in an innings, don't they? Um, And I can't help but think the bowlers especially. They've got to find a way to sow a little bit of doubt because there's there's no shame in saying this Indian side, and you're so right about the power of Indian cricket overall, but the balance of that side is just really good. They're
1: just a fine team. Yeah, and I think you're right about our bowling attack. You know, when we started the tournament, I I think Matt Henry's a big loss. I think he brought a lot of balance to that attack. Um, And I think bringing um, Southie in as a replacement, um, you know, Southie's been on the sidelines a bit and he's probably got a a few cobwebs that he needs to blow out. Um, I just don't know that it's as good an attack with Southie as it was with Henry. Um, And... Uh, that's that's where the match is going to be won and lost. I think I, I, I'm I'm confident in our batting line up. I don't think they've we've we've played to our full potential there, which is strange because we've scored 400 runs in an innings. But you know, there's a lot of power in that innings, and uh, there's guys that haven't quite um, carried on after getting starts. And I guess when you think about it, the, the measure of a really good batting innings is that a lot of those guys don't get those starts because they don't get the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. um, but it'd be nice to see you know, our, our top three or four uh, do the job for us and uh, really really carry on after getting starts. And all too often, they, they just don't do that.
0: And in the other semi final was it ABA for you? Anyone but Australia.
1: Uh, yeah, I think they're, they're the top, hot team, in the, well, the other hot team in the tournament now. So, um, you know, they had a couple of games. They, they, they might be the classic example of how you know we saw it in the Rugby World Cup, or we saw it in the Women's Football World Cup as well, where teams that were a bit scratchy at the start actually build momentum towards the end. And you know, we saw the All Blacks to some extent in the Rugby World Cup. Um, Australia could be that team in this in this tournament. I did have a good chuckle, my dear friends of. Done a bit of work with over the
0: years. Test match special. The BBC do, do a brilliant job. Uh, I'm just checking out their Twitter feed. Are these the changes needed to revitalise the Cricket World Cup? Uh, Steve Finn has suggested changing the format to 40 overs a side. I do find it quite funny that they that they, they think the game needs to be revitalised. Do you think they would have said that four years ago, straight after winning the damn thing?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate, I hate it when people start tweaking with, uh, and I actually probably 50, of, of the three formats, probably 50 overs is my favourite. Um, you know, it's long enough that you can have a few stumbles and still turn yourself, yes. turn your um, fortunes around, but it's still explosive enough that it's entertaining.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the element of time in cricket, the element of time has always been there. Well, say goodbye yeah. T20, you know, um, uh, I, I'm with you. I really enjoy one-day cricket, and I wouldn't mess with it. Um, well, I, I, I just would promote I would promote it better and make ticket prices um, reachable for the average person, which I don't think they've done in India. It's probably what I would start with.
1: Well, and I guess that uh, the Black Caps match against Pakistan is a really good example. Like, I have a lot of trouble that you can get beaten by a team who score half as many runs as you uh, yeah. and in an innings. Um. And, you know, the 25 overs, and people might say, well, Pakistan were well on their way to getting that total. But 25 overs, a lot can happen in that. And how often have we seen Black Caps teams being under the cosh halfway through an in innings and then just whistle away a couple of wickets and just destabilize that innings. And in the end, they end up winning. So, you know, that game wasn't lost by any means. Um, I, I, I don't count that result at all.
0: Uh, Grant Chapman is with us. This is the Bulletin. He's out of News Hub. Uh, Chappie, you're long enough in the tooth like I am to, to know and have seen uh, articles that I saw on the Herald over the weekend uh, talking about the need for a super rugby draft to balance out the playing <laughs> power. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it seems an annual thing. It's like rock, paper, scissors. Who in the newsroom is writing about it this year? Uh, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but one one thing I, I did struggle with when I was contemplating it um, – based on this idea, if I was to draft a rugby player to start a rugby franchise in Super Rugby next year, that's 2020 14, I was at a loss because my boy Artie Savi is not around, mate. I can't draft someone who's in Japan. Um, I, as much as I'd like to see him in Hurricane's Colours, I'm not going to. So if you were to draft someone to build a Super Rugby franchise on next year, who would be number one? Because I'm struggling.
1: Well, I think your producers are... Uh planted this question uh, right into my wheelhouse because he knows that I'm a big fantasy sports fan. So drafts, I'm, I'm yes. like the draft doctor. Um, <laughs> I play, and there are a lot of different formats you can use for drafts. Like some of them you just yeah. start from scratch and just and create the whole team from scratch. Other ones are like more dynasty where you keep your team but you just add a couple more cogs each year and then chuck out a few that aren't working. Um And then there are a few where you just have a few keeps, so you keep a core. So maybe in a rugby draft, you'd keep maybe, I don't know, maybe just plucking a number out of the air, maybe 10, enough to have a core of players roll over from one year to the next and then change the players that are around them. Um, If you were to start from scratch next year in Super Rugby, I would probably go with, and again, thinking to, how I play fantasy. Like in some teams, for example, in NFL, the the player I always try and target in the first round in the NFL is Travis Kelsey because he is by far the best... um, um, I can't even remember the position he plays now. Tight end. Tight end. Sorry? Tight end? What was that? Tight end. He is the... He's the best player in that position by far. So if you miss out on him, then you really, you know, the next the next best player falls well down the ranking. So you could t- you could go that way. You can say you can. And I've heard it said that you know uh, props in Europe get big money because they're so rare. So you might decide that an Ethan De Groot or someone like that is so dominant in their position um, that you would go first with them. I mean, if it was me though and I was drafting first next year from scratch, I'd go with Scott Barrett. Um, because I think he's now clearly the number one lock in the country. So he has that positional dominance. But also you want to try and recapture some of the culture that's been so valuable to the Crusaders over the last seven years. And if Sam Whitelock was still around, I'd take him. Um, because he, I think he is the essence of that Crusaders culture, but um, probably the next best option still remaining would be a
0: Scott Barrett. What a savant you are! Like the, the depth of your immediate analysis is fantastic. Here's I just thinking. I, I understand your scarcity argument with props. That, that's probably I would why I would try and gobble up a first five. Um, yeah. Those old tropes. Well, you don't win well, Super McKenzie Rugby without a great be, first... but... Yeah, Damien McKenzie probably would be my pick. So, mm. uh, but but I, lo- I love the way you look at it. And clearly you spend well, way too much time playing fantasy sports, don't you,
1: Jeppe? well, Well, it's, there's a certain <laughs> amount of culture involved in it too. Like, um, Artie and, and, you know, I guess the other option was a Sam Kane or a Damien McKenzie or Richie Mong, or if he was still around, you know, of those players, probably Mong is the better option because I think that none of those other guys really have that that cultural um experience of winning multiple super rugby uh, titles and they, they're they good players but they don't necessarily make their team better you know, if you know what I mean like you, a Scott Barrett or a Sam Whitelock is someone that you can build a culture around and they have that winning experience so that's that's where I'd be looking
0: Good on you, Chappie Hey,
1: uh, New Zealand Cup, wait, you a big punter? Big punter? Not at all Oh, not at all. No. I think mugs. You like, you're mugs, like being me on sport and horses. <laughs> like me, the, I know nothing about it. I'm the guy that organises the office sweepstake. I've just come off three back to back to back. <laughs> trying to trying to pay out on all the winnings is a nightmare. So so do you like? What are your rules on the
0: sweepstake? Are you allowed to take? No. Um. No, apart. Can't do yeah, so you you're completely neutral. You're Switzerland on that. Um, yeah, you know, and I always get someone, the gold, someone else I'm sure.
1: Neutral. I always get someone else neutral to do the draw.
0: Oh right, and, and do it in a public setting with everyone watching. It's amazing how many Usually, people yeah. get their backup over the work sweepstakes. And, and Gaudy
1: Gaudy guys always ends up with the best team or the best horse as well, which is kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> well yeah he's he's the one that I have the most trouble balancing the uh, the winnings with because <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't pay his entry until the, the money has been paid out so then I have to take his entry out of his winnings
0: <laughs> oh typical TV man seriously Gordon lift your game mate thanks Chappie. great hearing your voice mate and happy birthday for whenever it is and for how many it is take it easy right. cheers mate catch you later <laughs> Typical Gordy's got everything except for a decent football team to be a fan of.